I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode of the Long Run Podcast is sponsored by Skechers. Look, we're here. We're live. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the long run live stream and podcast. Now, you have to bear with me because I'm in charge tonight, which, to be honest with you, could go two ways. It could be absolutely amazing or it could be terrible. Um, Wilco is currently in the Algarve, probably blind drunk, I'm guessing, somewhere. Um, And Al is also probably blind drunk somewhere in Spain. So you've got to put up with me, too, but we brought in the big guns tonight. We've got Admin on, a.k.a. Sabrina, and we've got Abby in from our Surrey uh, satellite group to sort of, I think, what, type steady the ship, would you say? Well, I think so they can run it and we can... Yeah, just basically, yeah, that we don't gonna run it. we're just going to sit here and just say very little and try not to uh, do anything. So firstly, can you let me know in the comments, was my intro better than Wilco's? Um, that's really important to know. And it, and the other thing I need to know from you, if you can, is any questions, anything you want to talk about, and it doesn't have to be running related. We don't really care anymore. Stick it in the um, comments, whether you're watching live on uh, Facebook or YouTube, start it with a queue. And admin is going to be in charge of getting hold of those questions today. We've got to give a big shout out at the front end. Uh, if you're watching on the live stream, point to my sketches t-shirt. Um, for sponsoring today's podcast and live stream. So big shout out to them. Go out and check out their running shoes and running kit. Get over to sketches.co.uk here in the UK or wherever you are in the world, maybe in Mongolia. What's the figure Mongolia, Toby? Is it dot M-O-N, I guess? What do you reckon, guys? If you're in, you know, like dot co.uk, yeah, dot com. M-O-N, Mon. Let us know. Send an email in. At, oh, oh, no, what are we going to do, Toby? I'm Wilco's the only one the who knows. Long Run Show at gmail.com. There we go. Admin's got it. So long run show. Long run Jimmy. show. No, the, not, not though. The, oh, we still can't get it right. Anyway, uh, oh, he's put it on the screen. Long run show at gmail.com. Send in um, what you think it is in Mongolia, if it's .mln or not, and anything else you want to email in. And thank you to everybody who's been emailing in. Since the email special where we got rid of like, well, quite a few emails, we've now massively behind Toby. So just a bit of a warning. We may need to do another like, email special because we're, we're going to try and talk about some of the emails we've got i've got some already printed off a bit of a heads up i've not read any of them but i have got some here i think it's a heads up i think that's just like a common yeah, knowledge usual we're, we're also going to talk about well we're going to talk to the ladies as well well they're going to talk basically and we're just going to see them and listen but um 
we're also going to talk about running a faster 10k tonight. So uh, we want to talk about that. And that'll probably come in the second half of the show because at the front end, we're going to catch up with what Abby and Sabrina have been up to, uh, talk about Dublin and things like that. But the reason we're talking about faster 10k is because here in the UK on Monday, we've got the Vitality 10k, which is, I think, probably what the, is it arguably? No, we had the winter 10k. I was going to say the first big 10k of the year, but we had winter 10k, didn't we? So. But is Vitality bigger? Should we compare? What do you think? I think it's it is. Warmer. It's, well, it's going to be warmer, yeah, because it's, it's May, Toe. You would hope it's warmer than well, it you is. Don't, we are in England. Yeah, that's true. Did you, yeah. Abby, did you do Winter 10K? Uh, no, I volunteered at that one. Oh, you was on volunteer. Oh, we must it give a cold. shout out. <laughs> good, good. Thank you for doing that. That's a good reminder because I would have got shot about that as well. Uh, big shout out to all our volunteers at the Vitality 10K this weekend. They're going to be on... No, I've, I've, a t-shirt, t-shirt. Yeah, t- are you are you volunteering? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So there we go. I'll be back. So if you're running the Vitality 10K this weekend, when you get your t-shirt, say thank you very much, you fully runner, and, and give them a hug. That's what I'm going to be doing. It's the only reason I'm doing it is to see them all at the end. Oh, and annoy Toby for 42 minutes. That's the that's the plan. What do you think, Toby? 42 minutes. Yeah. Well, you've got to run 39, but I'll I'll try and stick I'm with you. Oh, you know, oh, that's a point. Let's just uh, update yeah. the viewers and listeners on that lazy calf. Oh, lazy calf. Yeah, if you didn't listen last week, Toby uh, has finally succumbed to the fact that he's an idiot because he's been overtraining, went to the physio, got absolutely killed over and got 60 quid taken off him for a few exercises and don't run on it. So how is your lazy calf? Right, a little what? bit. Did you, you go back today? Right? I did go back today, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, they charge you another 60 quid? No, no, no. It's only like 50 quid this time. <laughs> <laughs> so what they say, Tobe? Come on, tell the viewers. Uh, they're still lazy. They were impressed, though, because no, I was doing no, like... you're lazy. They said you're like, still lazy. That was they it. Said they said they, they didn't do your strengthening enough, which might be half true. I tried. They were impressed I did it on the train, though. I was, I was standing you? on the train the other day, like on one leg, like, trying to do my what, strength. you told them that? Well, yeah. No, you told but them that. It's you good, though, get... because the train moves, so you're strengthening it more. Right, let us know in the comments. Do you ever tell the physio the truth? I, you never tell the physio the truth. You say you've done all the exercises. Of course you do. Yeah, well, I've what? learned that from the past that I never do anything, I'm told. Yeah, so. That's true. so what have they said? They said, um, carry on strengthening it. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely useless. Are you allowed to run on it, like, properly or what? Well, I said, what, 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 what's your, your weekend plans? Well, quite a lot of running. Mm. Mm. Yeah, take it easy. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay, all right. But are you still on for Edinburgh Marathon? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I am allowed to run. I've missed two weeks now of long runs, though. So, have you? Has it been well, two last weeks? Week and, and this week would be. Oh dear. Okay. Well, don't panic. We'll come on to it. Right. Anyway. So, um, firstly, so let's get into who our amazing. I, I would say co-hosts. I don't like to use the word guests because our <laughs> co-hosts tonight. Um, we've got Abby. From our Surrey satellite group. So we've had Hayden on the show. If you're not listening to that episode, make sure you go back and listen to that one. So welcome, Abby. Abby, have you ever been on a podcast before? No, I haven't. This is have you ever been on a live one. stream before? Nope. <laughs> well done. Breaking new territory here. And we've oh, had yeah. admin on before. Um, so you should be quite comfortable here, really. What I'm hoping, actually, Tove, I've had a brilliant idea while I'm sitting here. If these two are any good, right, what we could do is probably take next weekend off and let them, like, run it. I'm not going to do it anyway. This is what? a conference between loose women and match of the day. <laughs> yeah, it, that, yeah it's, a, it's a bit, yeah. Our Mel says, go, ladies, you're awesome. Let's actually, let's dive into some of the, who we've got? We've got, oh, we've got, oh, we've got questions coming in. Thanks, everybody. Keep the questions coming in. We will get to these uh, at some point. Uh, make sure you click that thing. Authorise your account, so Toby, so we know who's asking all the questions and stuff um, like that. So, um, Abby, you was in Dublin. We'll come on to that, but you was in Dublin last week, wasn't you, with the Big 40 yeah. Runs takeover, which yeah. looked like a lot of fun. Um, yep. How many do you have? I say we'll come on to it, but how many was there in the end? Probably about, I think, 40, maybe just over That's 40 in the end. It? That's incredible. Yeah, we took it Dave. over. <laughs> yeah, you did. You made a lot of noise, which is good. Um what the reason I want before we go on to get into that is because you're down in Surrey doing the satellite group down there. Obviously, Mel's there. We've got Hayden in Amity. So, how many, when do you guys meet? Just fill the listeners in if you're in that sort of area. 
Yeah, so it's a Thursday evening and it alternates between Bushy Park and Nonsuch Park. Okay. And it's I try and make it to Bushy. You try and make it to Bushy. And it's basically, what I love about you guys, what you do, is it's always, and it's the ethos of the club, but it's fun and, and there's always a an element of, you know, the social side of things as well, which is really, really good. I think it's amazing what you guys have all done down there. It's, um, and it's growing as well. It's like, it's just it's, every picture I see, it looks like someone's new there. I mean, it's no, amazing, definitely. isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it it's great. And then we've got admin. Admin, you run our Broxbourne Ladies Group, yeah, and nice. basically, basically in charge of pretty much most of the Hartford groups. To be Hertfordshire groups, to be fair in it, so let's <laughs> let's be honest. So you've done a cracking job of doing that. When if anyone's listening in our area, yeah, tell them when all the clubs. I'll do a bit of a promo. Go and get it out. Oh, there. Right. So we've got Ladies Night Monday night, seven pm in Broxbourne. Uh, Tuesday is Hartford at seven o'clock, and Wednesday's back in Broxbourne. So, okay, good, good plug there. Well done. Um, right, so Abby, I should have asked this because this is what Wilco does, right? Um, he, he like when we have a co-host on, no, it's the news of the word guest there. He sort of rings them up, chats through what's going to happen, and asks them some questions and things like that. Instead of me just pinging you and say, "Did you get the email with the link on it?" <laughs> um, so, where are you at? What are you? Are you training for anything? Uh, where are you at in your sort of running journey in 2022 at the moment? So I am well, will be starting training very soon for London Marathon. Okay. I'll be doing my first marathon. Um, wow. At the moment, I'm just trying to tick over with keeping a half marathon distance. So once I start my plan, I'm kind of, in theory, halfway there. <laughs> okay. And are you, is that a, a, a sort of rolled over place or is that, a charity place you've got or was you lucky enough in the ballot how did you get no, that yeah, lucky enough to be given a charity place from the alzheimer's society so okay, i'll be running for them oh that's an amazing charity so that's that's it sounds a funny question right but that's this october it's not april no yeah this october no it, the person will know who i'm talking about because i had a coaching call with them the other day and i thought they were doing october i was about to do a plan and then she said no i'm doing one in april <laughs> so that kind of changed what we were doing so you're doing you're doing october have you so that's your first marathon? Are you just looking to go enjoy it and have some fun, or are you looking to do something extraordinary? Or you know, how are you sort of looking at that in terms of? I think I don't know. Ideally, I just want to finish. Okay. Um, a couple of years ago, I didn't run at all. Mm. Um, I think I, I got dragged to my first park run and did it in sort of 40 minutes and absolutely hated every second. So for me, I think just the fact that I'll be able to complete it will be good. I've kind of got a rough time, I think I want in my head, but mm. I think. Someone well, where, who's told me. Where are you with your half marathons at the moment in terms of time? Um, I've got it down quite a lot. My first one I did a couple of years ago, I did in just under three hours. Um, and then I recently got a PB at Cambridge this year, which I just got um, two and a half hours. That's incredible. Well so done. I've taken half an hour off. I think I'm never going to be speed, like sort of speedy, but I, we're getting that's there. Enough, <laughs> I tell you, don't, yeah. don't be uh, disappointed with that. That's That's moving. So... Yeah, so that's com- that's comfortable. Uh, what and uh, so what would we say? Five hour marathon? You got in your mind something like that? I think under six, I'd be happy. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm going to say I, I can't remember who it was. Yeah. Someone at Dublin be... said to have three targets. Um, yeah, gold, silver, and bronze. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's quite good, good advice. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, I think it is right if you are training for your first marathon to have have sort of three targets in mind. Um, but I, I, I say to everybody, if you're doing London as your first one, just go and enjoy it. That's that's mm-hmm. the key. You've got to, when you get to those different points around the Coles, Cutty Sark, which is just mental, uh, Tower Bridge, all those sort of different points, Canary Wharf, just soak it up, take your time, walk through them and just just enjoy it. Because it could be the only time you do it. Sabrina, you did your first London. Yeah. What was yeah. that like? Yeah, incredible. And I think we had this same conversation, didn't we, which was, Go out there, have something in your head, but the night before, just forget about it and enjoy it. And um, and the most incredible thing was Cutty Sark is amazing, but we had the 40 volunteers at mile 12 and uh, they gave us a big hug. And then we saw uh, Petra, uh, Claire and I were together just before Tower Bridge and she gave us a hug and went, just enjoy this moment. And it was probably the best advice we got because we stopped, we took a picture actually on Tower Bridge um, because you just won't, it's different when you do it on the big half and other races. And that moment just in London, on London Marathon Day where the place is going mad. But I definitely say enjoy it, soak it up and just don't worry about it. Don't worry about the time. Don't worry about how long it takes. Um, but soak up the atmosphere and enjoy every minute because it is, it is incredible. Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, yeah, I can't, yeah, I can't 
say anything else than that. It's 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 just such a moment. It like where you said when you, when we rocked it over um, Tabish. I think that that was because of the break as well. Because obviously I've done London a few times. And I've been lucky enough, but after that break where everything was closed down, pandemic, and then to go back to go back over it, then that was just that was insane, wasn't it, bro? It was, yeah, it's a bit like Serena was saying with Claire. So we made a point to do it together over the bridge and sort of run yeah. run it because you spend, especially because we spent so long training together about it as well. And it's like, and talking it through and, and looking for the points. And obviously you've done it before. So you knew the points and and all that. And from from your videos as well, you could remember which ones to uh, to go to and not. But yeah, yeah that's great experience. I tell you what, that is a good plug, Tobe. If you've not seen it, you're doing London Abbey. This, have you not seen the video? There's like a two minute video we put out on the channel, which is the course in like two minutes, but all the 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 main important parts that you need to look for. So like mile three, where the where all the sort of I call it the big party converges, but all the different starts come together, and then it's like get to Cutty Sark, get to Tower Bridge, get to Mud Shoot, and all that sort of stuff. It's like literally a two minute video, but it's like hopefully giving everybody those things, those sort of mental markers to look through the course. And it's, it is, it's, it's, it's breaking it down like that, but yeah, a hundred percent just, um, just enjoy it. So it's <laughs> Mel, are you doing this from your bathroom? No, that's not a toilet, Mel. <laughs> that's the dirty washing bin that I fill up. Mrs. Ford, you ask her, she goes loopy because I filled it up with all running gear. So you can imagine that I get told off every day when that gets filled up, but there it is. And it's spent a, it's not a toilet, even though it does actually kind of look like one. Yeah, I did think the same. <laughs> uh, yeah, we've got to give a shout out to Ray because Ray has not been around. Um, our Californian um, ambassador for 40 runs. He's not been around. So, uh, Ray, glad to hear you're back and you're well. Um, Admin, have we got any early questions or early shout outs for anybody? Yeah, can we uh, quick shout out to Monica? It's a friend of the show and a oh, who bless her osteo monica had an operation earlier this week both of her knees so she is at home and recovering um so wishing her lots of love and work. Shout out. yeah um questions one for you is the velocity nitro 2 more cushion than the pegasus 39 that's from rob barnett yes 100 <laughs> percent. yes it's i mean the, the react foam is softer on the 39 than it has been and it does get better over time but they've both got warm uppers. I'd go with the uh, Puma all day long, mainly because it's cheaper. But yeah, hundred uh, percent. It's definitely softer. Right. Any and others? Then, yeah, one more actually, quickly. Uh, so Ray, the happy jogger, as you just said, from, uh, yeah. from California. So he uh, he finished his first marathon, and then he's been recovering. And he said, "Have you got any good tips for recovery um, after a month off following his marathon?" Uh, Recovery mileage after a month yeah. to, to recover. So what, just coming back into it, Ray, if you're looking to come into it, just try and do, try and find some patterns, try and maybe book a shorter race. I know out in the States you get some local smaller events that you can book up. So maybe book up some, some I don't know, a five mile or a 5K or something like that. Give yourself a little target, but just try and find those patterns again. Try and give yourself little mini goals over a couple of weeks of just getting out once or twice and just trying to find your feet. But just... Make sure you come back really, really, really slow, really, really steady. There's no point, no point crashing in back into something that you're going to regret. Like I came back from my surgery, I took about three weeks, Tobe, to get back up to speed. I would say um, it felt longer than that. The amount you went. I know on it that. felt longer, and they stopped me from talking about it and using it as an excuse. Um, Tobe, actually, we did make a note of this on the run the other day. I said to side, be fair. I've not even mentioned the surgery for six weeks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but on a serious point, Ray, just come back steady. But give give yourself the sort of mini goal. So give yourself patterns in which to accomplish. Because then can you start forming some consistency? Then you start building that foundation up again, and then you can go uh, up from there in terms of in terms of mileage. Um, who else have we got to give a shout out to? Is there anybody? Uh, someone was saying about sketches. Uh, everyone, leave a like. Yes, Randon Lewis. Everybody, leave a like. Thank you very much. Good um, shout out. Um, anything question. else? Question from JBS. Oh, yeah. Every week. So he said he's been playing around with a pair of ultras lately. Uh, he's been mixing them up with the speeds and the hockers. What does the panel think of drop trainers? Uh, Abby, I tell you what, I'm going to ask you a question about running shoes. So we don't get, so and then we're going to move on from running shoes. Um, what running shoes are you running? Oh, so I thought this might be controversial because it's Brooks. Oh, I have no. a feeling you don't Abby. like them. 
<laughs> and, all right, okay, look. With Brooks right so how did you get into what happened i i know this how this is going to go but just tell the listeners now what happened how you got a pair of brooks go uh, one of my colleagues um took me into runner's need and oh. uh got me on the treadmill oh. isn't that fun isn't that, that's a coincidence it's a bit of a theme that goes on yeah and then they stuck you in a pair of brooks and what have you been in them for 20 years Oh, yes, about three years now. Yeah, there we go. Right, so job done. I think I rest my case, Your Honour, on that one. Um, which ones are they out of interest? Ghosts. To be fair, I do love them. But I so do that's, an interesting, that's an interesting point because you've got there one of the highest drop shoes. So uh, with the Ghost, I think it's about 13 mil, might be wrong, but it's about one of the highest drops on a daily trainer. So that's the heel to toe, if people don't know what I'm talking about. And then what uh, JBS is talking about is on an ultra – a lot of their shoes, I think most of them are zero, so a zero drop. Some of them are one or two, but basically it's a zero drop shoe. So you're running with a shoe that's like basically no heel to toe drop. Yes, they're flat. So it's more of that natural gait uh, that it sort of promotes. They also have a, a, a thing that in, inside them that promote this like natural foot position as well. Um, in terms of zero drop, I think they're good if they work for you, like anything. JBS, if it works for you, but I, I found with zero drop shoes that it it really did, really did take some getting used to, and, and it was it was a bit strong for me. I was running in a pair of high, uh, not uh, Asics, I think they were Evo rides that were like four or five, uh, and I started transitioning. Then I got a pair of Ultras, and it was just that little bit too much for me. So see how you are in them. Like anything, just try it, and if it works for you, great. But do if you are thinking about going to a zero drop, a more natural a uh, way of running so to speak um in terms of your shoe then definitely transition into it because it can cause issues that you know like calves flaring up and stuff like that because you are pulling on them we've got to give a shout out before we come on to dublin uh shout out to the yeah south end 40s who are running the roach valley way relay on sunday morning they're doing that as a team um so good sh- uh, good luck to you lot big shout out uh, I think they're all wearing pink, as I understand it, which is good news because um, it makes you run faster. It's scientifically proven. Uh, what's it, GCSM? Yeah, so good luck to you guys. Uh, let us know if, what else you're running this weekend, by the way, uh, just because we've got the Vitality 10K. I know there's loads of other stuff going on around the country. Are you part running tomorrow, by the way, um, Abby? Probably not. I think I'm going to go out and do 10K sort of down the river she's hardcore she's hardcore she's don't muck about this part run business right so talking of part run see how i did that segue be fair wilco if you're listening to this while you're sort of hung over in the algarve looking for your ball that you lost on the first tee i just done a massive segue in there right so talk to us abby about dublin oh well let me go back a step if you didn't know last weekend um hayden Alan, Carolyn organised this big takeover in Dublin. They all jumped on a plane at some stupid hour in the morning, flew over to Dublin, smashed the life out of it. Then they all went and got Guinness by the sound of things, got hammered um, and had a really good time and then flew back. That is, is that roughly what happened? I mean, you're going to now fill in the, the sort of blanks in, in that story. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> So, so when so when it was when it was announced that this was going, did you like have to think about it, or was you just like sign me up? I did think about it for a while, and then I saw everyone else standing up, and I was like, oh, I'm get, get a bit of FOMO if I don't go. <laughs> but I didn't normally make it up early enough to get to Park Run, sort of ten minutes down the road. Oh so, <laughs> so what time did you have to get up last weekend for that? Um, three o'clock, the alarm went off. Oh, it's a bit strong, isn't it? Did you go to bed because I know Al didn't like didn't bother. We did. Uh, well, a few of us from the Surrey group um, ended up staying in a hotel in Luton. So we went out for dinner before. Um, but I think it was probably about midnight by the time we actually sort wow. of thought about going to sleep. <laughs> so you was already at the airport, so you didn't have to do the journey. No, thankfully to, we were there. Yeah, so. to, to get there. Yeah, that's nasty. And then uh, how long was the flight? Because the flight was probably just as long as the park run, wasn't it? I think it was about 45 minutes. Because when we landed, they were like, we've landed 20 minutes ahead of schedule. <laughs> Oh, that's a result. So what airline was that? Big shout because they might want to sponsor this. This is the biggest podcast in the in the world. Oh, well, I think what we're air? all on Ryanair. <laughs> Big shout out, Ryanair. If you want to sponsor us, send in an email to, um, what was it? 
I mean, long run show at gmail.com. Yeah, send that in saying we want to sponsor you. Um, and thank you very much. Um, so you, you ran from the airport, is that right? I didn't. Some of them did. Well, hang on, what do you mean? I didn't. <laughs> uh, well, we did it. See, some of us also did a nine kilometer running tour later on in the afternoon that were getting the oh. later flight. So I sort of thought I'll just get the bus to park run. You bust it. We How far was it? Come on, Abby, own up now. I think they did. It was nearly 5k. And you bust that? But we had no sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I was still waking up. But for admin, would you have bust it or would you have run it? Run it? I wouldn't have a choice, though, would I? Yeah, sure. We would have bullied you. So, what would you have done? <laughs> I, would have, I would have found the long route and run it. Oh, yeah, he'd have found a hill, Abby. Oh, yeah, put yeah, me yeah. to shame. Yeah. They don't mention hills, though. Apparently, it's a bit of a taboo about Dublin. Oh, yeah, because oh, yeah. apparently the court is quite hilly or something that nobody realised. Is that right? Yeah, there was kind of one hill that was a bit of a killer um, and you have to do it twice as well. So on the first time, there was kind of a bit of sort of, I don't know, it was almost quite fun. And then you realise you have to do it again. <laughs> and it was not okay. So the first, and then, and then, so you all did it, you all celebrated. I bet the organisers loved it when you guys turned up, didn't they? Because you pre-warned them as well, right? Yeah, we got there quite early as well. So quite a few of them volunteered as well, which is really good. So we helped set up. Um, Brilliant. And they were really lovely and so welcoming as well. So, But it's a 9.30 starting island, right? It is, yeah. Yeah, which is, again, a little bit more um, sort of civil, I would suppose, isn't it? Than, yeah. Than the 9 o'clock. Mind you, not, I, what about you guys? I, I mean, Toby, I don't mind the 9 o'clock in a way because you've got to get up and get get there and get it done in the, in the, not in being horrible but you 9.30 I don't know what about you what do you think 9.30 or 9 I'd rather go earlier you'd nine. go 9 o'clock yeah or, or yeah. probably earlier what about you oh, I'd go 9.30 if you had the choice yeah I don't know why I bothered asking to me I knew the answer <laughs> let me know in the comments or email in at partrun at gmail.com don't email that I made it up and let us know 9 or 9.30 should partrun make a stand Mel, Mel House is going to go nuts that uh, we're trying to change part run. Remember, Mel, we're, we're very powerful now. Being the biggest podcast in the world, we could have like 0.10% influence on this decision. But we're can we can't. Anybody took a took a token back with them, souvenir from Dublin. Yeah, Park. did anyone nick any tokens from there or lick anything like they do at Bushy? Have you? I don't think so. I don't think don't we think did. So. Oh, that's a bit sneaky, we wouldn't have though. done that. You wouldn't have done. Hayden had a pocket of them. I bet him. I bet he walked out of there. <laughs> no, you know what I mean. That was one. Uh, Mel's taken one and she's mixed it up with the uh, with the bushy. Yeah, Mel definitely took one, a hundred percent. They you definitely. De- and then so you went and you went on a. <laughs> don't look, you then went on a a tour of a, a running tour. So what's that all about then? So we did it with um, Go Running Tours in Dublin. Um, oh, and if we you did... want to sponsor us, let us know. <laughs> Another one. <laughs> yeah, good, um, good job. Yeah. <laughs> it was a nine kilometer, um, sort of quite slow pace around. Um, Dublin city centre which was nice um, because quite a few of us got the later flight home so we sort of left everyone that was on the early flight in the Weatherspoons of course (laughs) whilst we go after a race (laughs) Have some of you had a drink before this nine kilometre run though? I thought about it but I didn't I was sensible for once Um, I actually think we might have been okay we all had one at the airport before (laughs) but (laughs) before the running tour no I think we all crashed a bit at that point. I think it was just get some food in you and then thought of having to head out again oh, on no yeah. sleep. No, yeah. it, it, it gets to that point, doesn't it, where you get overtired? Yeah. Did I did you do a running tour after our two pictures of cocktails? No, we left. We oh. left in her uh, weather spit. <laughs> with, with the two the judges trio, cocktails. The trio traces. <laughs> so, Admin, do you want to tell, should, you want, should we tell the viewers and listeners the story what Trace told us at running the other night? <laughs> She might kill us, actually. Are we seeing her tomorrow? Yeah, she's there tomorrow. I mean, she might be listening anyway. Go and tell them. So she uh, she said that she went to the bar and ordered a drink, obviously. She thought she'd order two cocktails. She thought, oh, that's a bit pricey, but I'm in the, in the centre of Dublin, whatever. Just go with it. And, uh, and then came out two jugs. So then she pretended that she'd been really kind and ordered for the rest of the table when actually she had just messed up her order. So anyone that had a drink on Tracy, you did well. <laughs> two jugs of cocktails. I reckon she drunk most of them. I'll be straight up. I reckon she she, she definitely had a good good stab at drinking all of that. But it doesn't matter because she's not listening. So say what we want, isn't it? So, yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, So the next thing, Abby, are you going on the next one, which I believe is going to be in Wales? If I'm, is it Wales? 
It is, yeah. I think it's the Seven Bridge. Is the plan. Seven Bridge. So what's it? Hang on. What's the story there? Then? So what have we got to do with that one? I think you start. I can't remember which way around it is. I think you start technically in Wales and you finish in England. You kind of run over the border. I think if that's right. If I've got that wrong, someone feel free right. to comment. And is that a <laughs> nine or a nine thirty? That one. Nine, I think. But don't nine. hold me to that. <laughs> no, I won't. Don't worry. Uh, nor will all the thousands and millions of listeners that listen to this on the podcast. Um, <laughs> so you are you going to drive there? Or I guess you or you stay over. I suppose when you out. I think not, the plan is coach. to do a day trip again, but I think it might be. There's talk of a coach, I think, and there's talk oh, of Oh, no, uh, that's going to be. <laughs> I tell you what, I want, that coach is going to get wild. It's going to be like Can coach imagine? trip. <laughs> Party back. God help us. No, that, that will be messy on the way back. Mind you, probably quite fun, though. It's like the yeah. party. It's like the train, isn't it? When the when the South Enders go um, into London, it's like the party train on there. Um, right, Abby, have you ever listened to this uh, show before? When, when we do have a co-host on, have you ever listened to this show before? I have. I listened to a few. So you know that there is a lightning round. I do. Now the good news is Thanks for you, Quizmaster Al is not here. He, he's larging it in Magaluf or Mallorca or whatever he's doing. Um, so admin has stepped up tonight and she's going to fire some very quick fire questions at you. Don't, don't be panicked. You know, was it Al says, you know, the answers or something. What does he say? Yeah. You know, you know, all the answers. So she's going to fire them all at you after we play what has been voted the best intro graphics in all running podcasts. Are you ready for it? Toe, roll the intro. Go. All right, Abby, you ready? I am. <laughs> All right, let's go. So, uh, first one, pre-race breakfast? Uh, bagel. Just on its own or with anything? It's normally dry. It's whatever I can eat and don't feel sick in the morning with the nerves. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, we know your trainer brand, Brooks. What's your favourite clothing brand? Oh, um, probably Lululemon. Cool. Uh, choice of fuel on a long run? Jelly babies. Great choice. Uh, Favourite race distance? Half marathon, I think. Uh, what trail or road? Uh, road, absolutely uh, road. <laughs> what's your What's the one race you really want to do? Um, London. So amazing. Doing it. <laughs> told you, you knew all the answers. Uh, Toby, oh. the titles. <laughs> If I had some like round of applause audio, like in the background, I'd play it. Good effort, you two, taking over the show. Toad, we've definitely got next week off. That was that was that was better than Wilco. That was better than Al and Wilco combined, wasn't it? That's pretty quick, yeah. I thought. Yeah, you've done well. Our yeah. likes to sort of play with the guests a little bit. You just went smashed it straight in there. So no, I think I think they're, they're done well. So Al, you may don't rush back next week. We'll basically leave it to these two and we'll just, yeah, do whatever. We go for a long run. Um, right, I tell you what, before we get into how to uh, help in terms of running a faster 10K and a little bit about the Vitality 10K, is there any questions that we need to um, get into? Any shout-outs? Uh, is that the quickest fire round ever? Yeah, I think it was. And I think it was... When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. 
it was a lightning fast. See what I did there? Um, yeah, have we got any? What have we got? Anything? I saw a couple. There was a question about uh, so there's uh, Arjun, I think his name is. He's running Milton Keynes Marathon. He ran a 124 at Cambridge Half, so speedy. Uh, wants to go sub three. He's saying his, uh, his plan is to stick with the paces the whole way. Is this a good idea? Well, firstly, have you ever ran run with a pacer in a race before? Because um, it's not, I think it's something you've got to get used to. Um, because if it's a, what race did he say he was doing it in? Milton, Milton Keynes. Keynes. I don't know how busy that is, but I'm, they're usually quite busy, the Milton Keynes Marathon. So the pace is going to have a crowd around them. It's actually, I think sometimes when you get into those sort of speeds that you're running at, sub three, you tend to find packs of runners who are running at the same sort of pace. And there's a big benefit from running as, a, as effectively as a team, as a unit. So because you, you get yourselves all through that. Um, I know some of the some of the faster runners, they do they do tend to work together well. Um, me personally, I can't, and it's nothing against paces, but I can't stand being anywhere near paces. I don't like the crowds that they draw. I don't like the, the hustle and the bustle that they bring, but I do know that being with the paces can be a massive help and they do an incredible job. It, it's personal preference, but if you're going for a PB, I would, I would have preferred you to have practiced whatever you're going to do that makes any sense so if, if you were going to go for a pb then i would have hoped that you've done a race and run with a pace and understood what that brings with it so you're not thinking about oh i'm running with a pacer and the crowds and the people that that all entails and even like it sounds funny but even the chatting that goes on amongst the groups because even that can be off-putting for some people like we, we joke but i chat the type the whole way right that can genuinely be, he's nodding for people listening to the podcast, that can genuinely be annoying for people, right? If you're a runner that doesn't like chatting and, and noise and all that sort of stuff, if you're in a pacing group, they tend to chat and they do tend to, in, in a good way, but that might not be something that you're used to and that could put you out of your stride, could put you out of your sink and you might find it um, distracting. So it, I would go with whatever you've done before. You've obviously, you know, you don't hang about, so... I would tend to go with whatever you've done before personally um, or, or maybe stick with a pace and then lose them towards the end. I don't know. It's it's a funny thing. I, I honestly, I stay away from, I give them a wide berth. I, I, for me, it's not, it's not something I either try and keep them behind me or let them stay ahead of me. It's, it's one or the other for me. I, I, I can't really stand being around. I don't even like being near those groups of people, you know, like threes or fours, you know, that are working as a pack, even though I run, you know, People know, hopefully by now, that I usually run with Tobe or I run with Sai or I'm running with somebody. So it's a bit pot kettle. I appreciate that. But I don't know. It's just it's just something not for me. What about you guys? Uh, admin, ever run with a pacer? No, and I won't because of that no? reason. I um, I like to get into my own stride and go at my own pace. And I think if you, you're with a pacer, there's a lot of pressure on them uh, and for you to, to stick. And I just think I'd rather find my own space, find my own pace and then run my own Brilliant. road. I feel like I don't want to get caught up in that crowd and then something go on. And actually, where was it? Landmarks. Um, I was coming round the corner past the pacer and their flag came off and it caused carnage. And there was a whole load of people like trying to figure it out. And I was just like, this is why stay still stay well away from them. Yeah. But they do do. I say I'm not going. They do a fantastic yeah. job, and they've and they've got people to some amazing times, yeah. And they do look at what Petra does, you know, yeah. as a, just as an example, um, because Petra does it. And, you know, it's an amazing thing. If it's for you, Abby, have you ever run a race with a with a pacer? Yeah, I was just going to say actually, I haven't before, but Cambridge, um, they got me to my PB, um, and it's the first race I've ever run, and I could actually talk whilst running as well, which I found really weird that I managed to talk the whole way around and knock. It was ten minutes I knocked off my PB as well. There you go, um, right? So just that, trying to stick with them. Um, so that shows you that it works. Yeah. So, again, like we always say on on you know this show and in general, it, it's all personal preference. It, but the only thing I would say to you, you know, answer the question I can't remember. Um, Jeff or whoever it was oh, uh, thank you. Um, was if you're going for a PB personally I would have liked to have practiced it first that's the only thing that I, I would um, I would say around that yeah that's probably it there was another question I, about some, uh, and we're not again I know it's 
shoes, but we do collect a lot of shoe questions. There was a shoe about some racing shoes I saw. Somebody, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, here we go. What racing shoe, which, oh, uh, Abby, you've just reminded me of coming back to the story about Alan in a minute. Uh, what racing shoe would you suggest for someone who's not had a plated shoe for? I would go for the Saucony Pro 2. Toe, would you, because you're in them, would you concur? Yeah, I love them. They're yeah. Brilliant. Admin, because you're in them. Uh, yeah, I'm in the first version, I think, but I love them. Yeah, they're the same. But yeah. uh, most, Abby, if you've not been tried the Saucony Endorphin Pros, try them, because Admin has got most of the women at Broxbourne. She must be on commission with Saucony because they're, they're literally every week a new lady turns up with the same pair of shoes on. So uh, they yeah. and they just keep buying them and buying them. And buying. She must be on com. You must you must work for like runners' knees or something. Is that well, like you know, Abby Brooks? <laughs> yeah, cause that Admin. Sorry. I was going to say in the winter it's those running lights that I make everyone buy from Amazon. Yeah, she must be on com. She's got to be. On. So there you go. Abby, top tip from Admin. Get your stocking pro. She'll sort you out a link, and I'm getting it's an affiliate link. Um, I'll give them a go. So, what was the story? So, yeah, that was the story. Um, tell us because it was at Cambridge, wasn't it? That Al had his. Was it at? Was it Cambridge? No, Brighton. No, no it was. Oh God, Hampton Court. Hampton Court. That was it, right? So, if if you haven't listened to the show, I think it was probably episode forty or something like that. Basically, Al had a had a friendly get together with some pavement on one of his runs, which ended up and he went, ended up in a right old mess. Um, so, Abby, tell tell the listeners and viewers what actually happened. Oh, it's going to kill me. Um, no, <laughs> what can you do about it? No. Um, <laughs> well, it was actually twice as well, just to really drop them in it. <laughs> now we will kill you. The first tumble was quite subtle. We managed to carry on. The second one, I just dropped back um, and it was it was quite spectacular. I'll give him that. He had a bit of a misunderstanding with the curb, I think. Did he try and style it out like Toby did when he when he tried to impress that lady over the the barriers? And he tried to st- like he like literally broke his knee in two pieces, got hammered by a tramp, and he tried <laughs> to style it out. So the young lady like thought he was like okay. Did Al try and style it out, or did he like be like me and just like start crying? I think he got up quite gracefully and just carried on. I think at that point oh, yeah. he just wanted to get it done. Yeah, what a legend. He styled it out. Like you, Tony. How is your name? I styled out. It's fine. And actually, that's a different leg to, to now the one I've got a problem with. So at least I know it's not that. Are you planning on taking it, doing any adventures like that this weekend? He's I in am, London. Yeah, twi- I'll have a chat with Barrier. Yeah. Yeah, he's in London twice this weekend. If you if you are listening to this uh, podcast and you're going, just watch out. For, don't be any near it. Any barriers if you see Toby coming towards you. <laughs> There's a chance I'll try and leap over them to impress someone. I'll just go and find side. He'll just open it for you gracefully. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. So I'll just open it for you like he did, like a gentleman that he is. Um, and by the way, if you didn't listen to like, he, if you listened to last week's show when I dropped him right in it about those running shoes oh, that he right. bought and didn't tell Claire, he told her because it, I warned him that um, it was coming. So he fessed up, but he didn't get in any trouble. So that was okay. Um, Gary, because oh, I want to come on to 10Ks because we're running out of time as always. I'm going for a first, what is it? I mean, I uh, 315 at Belfast. Um, I find in a group you can't see the ground and there are cups and bottles you can't see and there's a race uh, ender right yeah, there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's um, a good point. That Again, it's that congestion that you were talking about. You do get, you can get that congestion of, uh, there's a lot, there's a lot going on in a big pack. And that's the thing, isn't it? It's, and if you're not used to it, and you are in that sort of pack, you can run into trouble. Or, like you did, Abby, you find it works absolutely brilliantly for you. So it, it, it can go. And I think, again, Wilco, listening um, in the Algarve, probably looking at looking for his ball on that famous hole on the um, old, what's it, not the old, called Val de Lobo, the uh, Royal Pot course, uh, where you, there's that cliff, you have to hit your ball over the cliff. He's probably looking for his ball on the beach. But I'm just about to segue into pace. And the tank running a fast ten k. See what I did there, guys. Be fair. I'm get. It's almost. It's almost. I'm good at it. It's like so, you've been doing this for a year. Yeah. What? Now, usually, I, now, be fair. I mean, I usually turn up. I get a lot of abuse from Toby about not doing anything, and then I basically muck about for an hour. That's usually what happens, um, and upset somebody. But the vitality ten k's this weekend. So we wanted to talk about um, making the most or running a faster ten k. Which is what because some people might be going there this weekend with an idea of beating their PB. So we wanted to hopefully give some tips and some ideas to think about. The thing is with the Vitality, it is a busy course, right? So 
these ideas may help you further down the line and maybe a slightly less busy one um, than the Vitality. I don't know what the numbers will be, but I'm guessing it'll be well over 12,000, probably could be 15,000 runners. That's usually the sort of numbers they get. There. But actually, firstly, Abby, have you ever run the Vitality thing? I know you're volleying this time. Have you ever run it? No, I signed up to do it the one year and then it was COVID. So I did it virtually. Oh, how annoying. <laughs> um, Abby, have you ever done it before? No. Not Never done it? No. First time? Toe? No, I got out quite lightly, actually, because when I was meant to do it pre-COVID, it was the day after Edinburgh Marathon. Oh. <laughs> so I was meant to be getting a train down to then run it. So I'm quite pleased that it's all changed dates. So you've got your... Go- so none of you have run it. So no. I was kind of hoping that one of you at least be able to remind me what the course is like, because I can't remember it for Toffee. So um, if it's someone could... With yeah, a few hills that you don't quite expect. What hills? Well, London, it's not flat. London's not flat. London. There won't be any hills. Let us know in the comments. Is there right. any hills in the Vitality route? All right, slight inclines. No, I'm not having that. There is. There's no. There's no winter ten k. Where's there a hill? Where is there? Where? In the city. And normally in the city. What was she talking about? Are you talking? Yeah. City of London. Have you ever been to London? <laughs> not as flat as you not think. Not Tower Hill. Yeah, we just, can we go and do that up and down? Can we just do oh, circles that's with what that? Thinking. That's what he's thinking of. No, Tower, I don't think you get there. Yeah, I think Mel's on there too. There are, think... though. There's a sneaky little uphill. <laughs> I think, right, I don't know where he's... Honestly, I don't know where he's going. But I think that it, it is along the same lines what Mel was saying. is is similar to the ASICs. So in his defence... There is that, I think if we go that way, there's that slight incline as you go around Trafalgar Square and right. you go up and then you come back down. I think that's what he's referring to. That's not in the city, so I don't know what that's going on about. And then basically you head out to the city of London, i.e. the financial district, and you come back. That's just pretty much usually the standard 10K in London. But let me know in the comments because I've done it, I think, three times and I can't remember the course. So I'd appreciate if someone could let me know and it comes and prove totally wrong that there's no hills on the Vitality 10K. There's no hills, Tobe. I'm sorry. I'm like, a, there was a poxy hill in the landmarks, which there was at Tower Hill. Yeah. But I don't think we go out that far, do you we? Won't get, that's, yeah, you won't get out there. There'll still be some incline, though. It won't. It won't be flat. flat I'm going to remind you of this for, on Sunday for 42 right. minutes. Yeah. Um, so, about 41. If, if you're running a 10, a 10K and you want to run a fast 10k i'll tie it because i think firstly the most important thing is is to get yourself some free air we're just talking about that with the paces again good segue wilco but it's to get yourself some free air with a 10k give yourself some room so you can stride out and get into your pace because you want to get into your pace early doors with a 10k you it's effectively a l- very fast tempo run in, in not to you know you, you really want to get out of the gates quick get into it do a really good warm-up is a good really good suggestion mm-hmm. so you do see all these guys you know girls running around warming up it, honestly if you're if you're going after it, it don't matter if you're going for 40 minutes or an hour and 40 minutes whatever you're going for in the 10k give yourself a really good decent warm-up i'm talking really really <sighs> high intensity to build the height build it right up quite quickly with a with a really good warm-up so you know a few strides and all that kind of stuff and just engage everything get everything switched on mentally as well as physically so you are on that line and you're like attack mode from from the start get yourself some free air so have a look around you i shouldn't advise this but i'm gonna because what they're gonna do about it um maybe move forward one wave so you get yourself a bit of air so let's say the people in that wave are maybe one or two minutes quicker than you and you come to the back of that. So they go away and then you're left with that space between you and the next wave. Don't do that at every race, but maybe if it's a PB you're going for, then be a bit selfish and do that. Get your elbows out at the start. I said it on the part run, you know, give yourself some room in a nice way. Don't start elbowing people in the face and say, I'll fully said on the podcast to do it. Please don't do that. But if you do do that, send an email into complaints at long run show at, gmail.com or whatever it's called and we'll kind of pick that up um but yeah get your elbows out and my point is get yourself some space and then once you get out of the gate 
you want to get on your pace and you want to know before your race, but you want to get on your strategy. So if your strategy is to negative split it, which is what I would do, um, I'd actually probably look to do a progressive run over the whole distance personally. But you want to know your strategy before you go out and you want to you want to be ticking your boxes as you go through. So whether you're doing it on per mile or per kilometre, personally, I would do it per kilometre in a 10K. I think it works better. And you're literally going through and ticking off those kilometre markers. But knowing what your pace is, is through each of those, where you should be at halfway can make a really big difference. Yeah. Another bit of really bad advice, right? <laughs> so please, I'm not recommending this, but when I'm running a faster 10K, I won't take any fluids. Like during during the 10K, I'll be hydrated before I start and I'll hydrate afterwards. Now, I'm not recommending that for you, especially if it's a hot day. You do need to take some on, right? But me personally, if I'm going for a time in a 10K, I won't take any fluids on, but I'm not recommending you, just to be absolutely clear. Uh, anybody legally, right? I, I, you know, I can't say that again. Yeah, right. Disclaimer. I didn't say, but that's what I do. Because you will wa- not waste time, but you'll slow down to go in and get them. Um, and that, that can make a difference between maybe doing 45 minutes and 44, 75 or whatever it is. I don't know what you're going for. So think about stuff like that. Um, I mentioned picking up the distance. There is a point which I do is I actually settle back at, there's a kilometer, usually about 8K or 7K actually, when I do actually pull it back a fraction just to see where I'm at. Because chances are for the first 5K, I've gone bananas. And then I'm starting to tire at six. At seven, I kind of regroup because you've got three K to go. You've got, what's that, Toe? Just uh, under two miles? Yeah. 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 yeah just under so two, you're yeah. just, I just kind of re- regroup a bit. So I do back out a touch because I feel like it saves me time in the last section because I basically catch my breath, realize I'm still alive, check myself over and see if I can carry on um, with the pace that I've been holding. It is a good tip to try and mentally catch yourself. Not physically, yeah, if you can back out a smidge, but just give yourself a reference point, a marker, whether it's 6, 7, 8K, whatever it is, that you have a mental check over. Where am I at? How am I doing this pace? You know, if you're running a heart rate zone, you're probably up in fours and fives anyway. But where are you at? Just check it over, how you're feeling. Literally 30 seconds because it can make a difference again, it's that sort of, okay, actually, I'm all right here. I can push on. So that's another tip, just just to give yourself that check over. And the last one I would say is is to really, and it's obvious, but really push on at the finish. When I say finish, I'm not talking the finish straight. I'm talking with about a kilometre to go because you can still save time. And you've only got, but you literally only got a kilometre to go. So dig in. And if you're if you're um, sort of anywhere close to that PB, you may not get the chance again. Is what you want to think. You will, right? <laughs> but think to yourself: you may not get the chance again, and go. So your brain will tell you to stop. Mentally, you're done. Physically, you're done. But believe it or not, you do have a little bit more in there. We we say it in training. Yeah. Um, be fair, you. When, we, when we're applying ourselves at these higher levels, these higher efforts, there is another level. There is that higher operating ceiling in which we can go into, but it's just that mental side that's holding us back. You've got that buildup of lactic acid and everything's just, is horrible. You probably are dehydrated. You probably are hungry. You probably are knackered. But honestly, K to go, kick on and believe in yourself and just and just go. You don't want to finish and feel like you could have done more. You literally want to finish and like be bent over and feel like you're going to throw up and don't throw up, but and get me. I don't want you to be in that state, but you want to cross that line and feel like you've given everything is what I'm trying to say and and believe in yourself, but don't do it too late because a lot of us, we, we wait until, Oh, I'm going to go half a K. I'm going to, you know, go at a K, you know, with a K to go, you've had your check over at six or seven. Think to yourself, I've got to get to eight or nine, and then I'm gonna, and then I'm gonna push on again, and that's the key with the ten k. It's to really, really kick on at that end because it, that can save you over the whole time. That could again knock you between a fifty minute and being a and a forty nine thirty seven. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I mean? So 
it's slicing it down like that in terms of in terms of the 10k. I hope that helps. Um you two as qualified coach, anything to add? I think the um just to emphasize the warm-up thing. I think that is definitely really important with a 10k. As you're saying, because you you are literally going out all at it from the beginning. Um and even, you know, you will lose time as well if you don't warm up properly, your muscles still warming up in those first couple of kilometers. So it's definitely that. Um and as I say pushing on at the end is just it's just especially if you, you know you're on for that PB, is knowing all the hard work you've already put in before you arrived that day and also on that day. If you think about that in your head, yeah. that you've already pushed this far and then you will find that extra in there. Yeah. I think the, other point, the other point you made, Chris, about knowing your strategy is really important because, like you said, you will you'll negative split. I know that that doesn't work for me, for example, so I'm better off going out, trying to go consistent. And you're right, last kilometre, I give it everything, but knowing my pace and knowing where I need to be. So I think it's important to know what your plan is on the day. You're going consistent, you're going negative split, so you going progressive uh, progressive what what do you want to do because that will keep you on track as well and you know where you are yeah yeah and Tobe, can i just mention you've been hammered in the comments and rightly so thank you very much david I've seen those ones slight incline carter lane to holborn around the back of the bank of england but they aren't worth reporting on so toby you've done what you're talking about next one elevation gain for vitality 10 Toby, you're gonna to have to send a written apology out put a press release out for vitality is 12 meters and at the steepest point, the grading is 1.8%. Are you taking the mickey, Toby? Have you moved further down, though? It says ignore that. That was the first mile. No, I, sh- I only read that bit. Oh, well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, yeah, that'd be on the screen there. Yeah. I mean, false information. There's no, there's no way there's elevation. I'm sorry. I'm not having it. There's always elevation. It's just how much. I'll right, tell you what we do, listeners. Next week, I'm going to report back on this. And we will let you know. Let us know, actually, if you're following us on Instagram. Um, let us know uh, if there's elevation as well on the day. Uh, just tag me at 40 underscore. We've also got a long run show Instagram account, which we don't use because that would mean that we're like a slick media marketing podcast and we've got absolutely no idea what we're doing. But uh, follow that if you want to. But we never post anything on it because we don't really know how to use it. But tag me 40 underscore runs if there, you find any elevation in London this weekend. On the vitality ticket, I actually well, a big shout out. What? Interest, I think it'd be interesting to see all the different elevations people get. No, that's just geeky. That's, that's just yeah. Weird. If you look, no, you just... know, people be for like nothing up to probably a uh, hundred foot. You've no, got too much time on your hands. Yeah, he's, he's, I wish. Yeah, no, you're spending. I'm, all I'm time. thinking about, to be honest, is what I'm going to get from Leon at the end. Yeah, we're going Leon. Is mm. it? Let us know, um, please. Uh, Long run show at something.com. Uh, what's good from Leon? Because that's where we're heading off. Because they do very good vegan food. The so vegan mac and cheese bites. We're on them. Yeah, that's that's what we got. Oh, che- I can't have that because uh, they're vegan. No, it's vegan. They they're are gluten vegan. free. Are they gluten free? On Mondays, yes. Okay, Mondays they're gluten free. That could be my ninety percent <laughs> day. Um, there was something else I was going to mention, but I can't remember what it is. Toby, you took me right off track there. Oh, Westminster Mile. Is anybody doing the Westminster Mile on there on Sunday? Uh, my girls are going to try and beat everyone. So a uh, challenge to everybody, bring it on. We're, we're going to be taking it down. We're going for a, what's, what do you think, six-minute miles, or is that a bit unfair to push the guns? <laughs> Bear in mind they're only young. No, I, I think, what? Put them on a scooter. Yeah, could put them on a scooter. No, I'm going to, we're going to go. Huh? They've got Heelys, those trainers with wheels oh, yeah, on them. I wonder if anyone would check. No, it's a bit under or out of order. But we are there. So, if you, you are there. If you're listening to this on Saturday on your on your run, and you're coming along Sunday, make sure if you see us, you come and say hello. We'll all be dressed in pink, Natch, um, on Sunday. I'm looking forward to that because the weather's looking pretty good as well um, on this weekend. So fingers crossed they actually get it right. So what time have you got to be there, Abby, for volley duty? We've got a sign in at 8 o'clock. Oh, well, that ain't too bad. Yeah, it's quite nice. It's quite, it's quite a late start, isn't it, this one? I thought it would be... We don't race until, is it 10 o'clock time? What, what time do we go? I don't know what well, I'm asking. Monday? Yeah. I've literally, no, I, I don't know what wave I'm in. No, I, I, I'll be straight up. I, I, in fairness to Tobe, I don't even, we, like I said, the I don't even know. The at 10 o'clock. They go from, the waves start at 10 o'clock and the last one's 11.15. So. I think I'm 10.15. How are you 10.15? I'm the first wave. 
No, because that's Sir Mo, isn't it? I'm after I'll put, him. I put a request in saying that there's a guy called Faldy, though, and I just don't want to be in the same wave as him. Hayden's Hayden's running with Sir Mo, he told me. He's taking yeah. down Sir Mo. If Hayden's listening, you know what I'm talking about. So Hayden's going for a, a PB. Um and he's going for he's going down with Sir Mo. So ten fifteen is what we time we're going. No, you're earlier than that. I think I'm ten eighteen or ten twenty. Honestly, well, you ain't got a clue what you're doing. So no. Abby <laughs> You're there at eight. What time are you? So you've got to wait from eight until what time is the first? If they're at 10, let's say the elites are 10, 10 30, they'll be done by it. Like Ben, he does it in half hour, doesn't he? Yeah. So, 10, so you've got a bit of a wait, haven't you? I think we'll be there a while. Well, do have, why do you have to get this away? Do you have to like sort all the t shirts out or something? I'm not sure. When we did um, landmarks, we sort of check in, set up. Time goes quite quickly, actually. There's Does a lot it? to do. <laughs> yeah. Do you get breakfast and stuff? Um, we had, I think, we get a lunch bag. We had one at Landmarks. Cheeky, cheeky. Is, that, it, is it vegan? Oh, uh, I don't know if they had them or not. <laughs> Are you getting a medal for this one? Because at Landmarks, you guys got medals, didn't you? Yeah, we got volunteer medals for Landmarks, um, which was good. I think, and we did it at the winter run as well. I think. Rightly so. So again, shout out anybody doing Vitality Ten K. Our volunteers are on t-shirt duty this weekend. Give them some love, and if you're Hopefully, everybody who's listening to this is part of the Facebook group. If you're not, you need to get in. It's mandatory now. It's actually just been made law in Mongolia and Malta. Kid you not. Look it up on Wikipedia. Um, so you need to join the Facebook group. And and then if you want to do some volunteering, um, the amazing people that run that for us, people like Mel, Paula, Kate and that, just look up for their posts and get involved because um, they post up about these events that we can volunteer at. It's a great way of getting involved in the race. Maybe it's a, a ballot that you didn't get into or it's a, maybe unfortunately you're on the injury bench or something. Like that. Or you just want to give something back and hang out with a bunch of really nice people who are also part of the 40 Runs community and club, then um, get involved in, in volunteering as well. Can't recommend. Is that enough? And there's also apparently a shenanigans afterwards. Hayden's going to be tearing up London, apparently. this is this Is, is this rumour, Abby, or is this fact? Right. It is true. I think we're heading back to, again, Weatherspoons because where else do we all fit after a race? <laughs> um, so, you know what? We should get spo- Weatherspoons, if you're listening, they probably are. Um, uh, just drop us an email at sponsorship at gmail.com and we will reply to that probably next year. Uh, but you're very welcome to sponsor sponsor the show. Um, so we're all heading to Weatherspoons after, are we? I think so, yeah. Apparently Mo's going as well. Yeah. Who's going? Mo's going. Mo. Yeah, yeah, definitely. 100%. 100%. <laughs> Yeah. Confirmed. Yeah, and Tracy. Someone, t- Tracy's going to go and try and see how expensive London. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine getting two of those cocktails in London. Should get carried out. Um, guys, I don't know how, right? But we've ended up doing sixty minutes of really talking, not much really sense. I, I think Abby and Sabrina, you've done an incredible job of carrying this show tonight. Um, and I really, Toby, you did nothing. Don't look yeah. like. If you're on the podcast, Tobe just gave a look like, what have I been doing? You've done nothing. Tobe, we never tidy that room up. It See? It's not just me. Abby, no, I'll tell you what, look, complete, like, outsider of this. Yeah. Abby, be fair, out of, out of 10, right, how, what would you rate, Tobe? Remember, it's a production suite. It's how not. would you rate? It is. Out of 10, what would you give it? Oh, I feel like you you're coming under pressure here. You can go minus. <laughs> Just be honest. Um, we'll go for a seven. I feel like... What? No, I'm not having that. <laughs> I'm sorted. That... I'm not having that. There's no... I was... At least I haven't got a toilet in the corner. I mean, what would you give him that? out of ten? No way. Three at most. Yeah, it's no... I'm, I'm not, not having, having four four It would be for like the first time. Yeah, you were two, but he got rid of the bo- some of those boxes. So I'll give him... That wasn't on purpose. Oh. I think I just needed them. So at least I've got a commode in mine. <laughs> well it's when I sent you the picture the other day of the wallpaper taken out and you were like that better be the studio yeah it better be wallpaper in, and I was hoping that he was decorating the production room but he's not right anyway so um, we're going to leave it there because Wilco will get upset because we've gone over the hour you know he likes to shut us down I know he's hammered somewhere rolling around the Algarve and apologies to anybody in the Algarve who's had to put up with Wilco on yeah. the golf course for the last few weeks you may have had a ball through your window through your glass in your car or whatever he's done we apologize now um out as well you know he's out and about he's probably in magaloof or what is it where where's that what's a bit in mallorca what's the um 
Where do they all go and get hammered in Malaga. the start? Benidorm. Benidorm. Or is it Benidorm? <laughs> Where yeah, is it? Isn't it? He's probably know. there, large in it. So, again, apologies for that. We do apologise, but it is what it is. Um, and, yes, yeah, so thank you very much, Abby. Abby and admin, I think we're going to get you back on and 100% host the show and give us a weekend off. Ladies only special. Uh, and it won't be very special because I think actually we could make it a regular occurrence time and we could get more weeks off. Hmm. Um, Christmas idea. Day, New Year's Day. Yeah, I, 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 it's another one of my brilliant, brilliant ideas. So if you want to come on a co-host with these two young ladies as well, send an email into something.com um, and let us know. And I think we'll probably wrap it up. We've got to give a shout out to Sketchers. Big love to Sketchers. Make sure you check out, again, running shoes, uh, lifestyle stuff, the clothing. See, I'm not just saying it because we're not paid by sketches or anything like that. You know, there's no just check it out. It's really good stuff. Sketches.co.uk. Big love to them for supporting us and what we're trying to do here on the biggest running podcast in. So, guess where this week? The world? No. Oh. Mars. We've <laughs> got into galactic. Prove it. The Mars rover got... listens to what? What? We're so on, the rover, to yeah, on that yeah. rover, they're beaming it out to the rover. Right, so that's it. Let's leave it there. Thanks again, guys. Have a great weekend, everybody. Uh, I hope to see some of you at the Vitality 10K. Hope to see some of you at the Westminster Mile. Uh, I really can't wait to see all the uh, volunteers when we come through the finish line, as always. That's it from us. Toe, take us out with those incredible outro titles that have got intro written on them. No. What? When? <laughs> Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.